Good evening, my friends. It is Tuesday night, roughly 9 p.m. Eastern. I am Johnny Danger with me, Adam White. It is in the cup with draft for upside. My friend Adam, how are you tonight? What's happening? Doing great. How about yourself? Um, I'm good, but I have a problem. Yeah. I also have no beer. Oh, I have a beer. It just, you know, the glass was empty and it made me sad. Ah. Check out this bad boy. What you got there? Palatable. Mm -hmm. This right here is an imperial stout barrel aged in maple oak bourbon barrels brewed in collaboration with palate and drafting table in wixom this is uh roughly uh i don't know let's see i'm gonna guess about 15 and a half percent if i had to guess yep 15 look at that 15 percent you are just rocking my gosh yeah this came in a special release from palette uh, it came with four of these 16 ounce barrel aged beauties and a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle barrel-aged maple syrup. My goodness. I think I saw some pictures of that. Yeah, it was delicious. So, you know, that's what's in the cup. I, I am confused why um, you never have anything in the cup when you are literally like 20 feet from a brewery. It's a fair question. Uh, I do have to drive home from here. I'm just trying to be on the safe side. That's all. I feel like that couch could be slipping. That's all I'm saying. Could be slipping. Yeah. I'm sure it has been at some point. <laughs> I'm sure you could do that. That's what I'm saying. Not by me yet, but I'm it, I'm not betting against it happening. Nice. Speaking of betting, a few weeks back, Johnny Danger hit the um, you know, the the double, the win on the uh, Euro and the win on the PGA. We've got a chance to double again this week with the uh, WGC Mexico and the Puerto Rico Open. Are you going to try to uh, double winner this week? Am I? Of course, especially after hitting on Max Homa last week. Heck yeah, man! That was uh, exciting because I bet um, I bet you had some on Tony too. So you were just a winner, winner, chicken dinner either way. But Homa probably paid more. I actually didn't have an outright on on Homa. I'm sorry on uh, Finau until the playoffs started. Then I hedged. So Max missing that three footer cost me like a grand, but still a profitable week. So what can you do? It was. Uh, an exciting finish and going to a playoff that shot max hit from next to that tree on, on impressive mm, i dig it all right so we're going to have one slight problem tonight uh because your your pads are missing and you're using your speaker so if there's any noise coming out of here i'm not going to be able to hear you so you're not going to be able to cut me off i'm going to be able to just go on and on and on i like that sounds like a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> sounds fantastic so let me ask you a question Mm-hmm. How's it going over there? Measure Golf Ann Arbor. It's great. We got our sim league going right now. We got 12 guys uh, playing their playing the round at Quail Hollow, first round of the playoffs. And nice. uh, lessons picking up, club fittings picking up. It's been good. Still haven't seen you down, though, since opening day. I take it. Well, I'm still waiting for the first person to uh, take us up on our official show sponsor here, Measure Golf Ann Arbor. You get down there, you tell them Johnny Danger sent you, and you book your evaluation with Adam right there, and I'm going to get a free lesson. I'm still waiting on my first friend. Get down there, tell him I sent you, so then you can call me and be like, it's done, dude. You can come fix your swing. Can't wait. <laughs> but please, go check out Measure Golf Ann Arbor. Uh, swing coaches, custom club fitting simulated golf you name it they can do it indeed i like that so i know you hit on max homa how did your dfs lineups do last week my friend not great 
Not great. Which, all right. So the week before you hit DFS, last week you hit uh, the winner. The week before that, I hit double-double winner. We're on kind of a streak, my friend. We are. Some might call it a heater. I like it. I like it. Let's keep that heater going. So we, um, I, I apologize to our friends. We have a, a new uh, a show on iLogic, uh, DFS with Tony, and I put out his promo uh, yesterday, and I falsely put out the Puerto Rico Open when he corrected me and said, nay, nay. We will be doing world golf in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So my bad, but I've, uh, I'm on track now. So um, if uh, you saw a promo for that, I apologize. But Tony's going to be doing golf every Monday night right here on iLogic.com. Uh, please go check out the rest of the shows. Tomorrow afternoon, we have got the Grumpy Bunny doing a little bit of uh, gluten-free cooking. He's going to do quick pickled vegetables and um, dog-friendly cookies, dog treats for the dogs. What do you think about that? I dig it. Sounds like a fun show. I like it. And then, of course, we have uh, Thursday night. We've got Chaps Fantasy Talk at 8 o'clock. And then we've got The Other Angle with Chap and RC at 10 o'clock. So we've got uh, a lot going on here during the week right here at iLogicMedia.com. And, of course, you can find our show there. You can find us at Draft Repside on Facebook and all over the place. Please give us a like. Take a look. Check it out. Ab, tell us about WGC Workmen in Mexico. A work day, work day. Work it's day. not in Mexico. I thought it was Mexico. Isn't that Mexico? Is it Florida? Where is it? They're at the concession club the in concession. Florida. Why did I say Mexico? That's a great question. Great question. I have no idea what's going on at most times, um, especially with a big beer in my hands. It's fine. It's all good. It's the it's the fifteen percent beers that are getting you. Uh, I even said, I'm sorry to cut you off. I even said when we were chatting in the green room how much I liked uh, Rory because he plays so well on the Florida leg. And then I just get on here and start talking about WGC Mexico. <laughs> no kidding. You're talking about uh, It's great. Um, Continue. The concession club down in Tampa area, just south of Tampa. And uh, it's a private, private club that was designed, co-designed by Jack Nicholas and Tony Jacklin. Uh, it's been open since 06, and this is the first tour event, I believe, at the course. So new golf course, definitely riding course, uh, riding recent form, um, riding good strokes gained approach numbers. It's just under 7,500 yards, just over 7,400 yards, par, par fives. And it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a good challenge just based on the course. It's at the level, so it plays a little bit longer. It's probably going to be something of that. 15, 15 under range uh, as far as the winning the winning score. So looking for some guys who play on tough course as well. Absolutely. So let's go ahead and take us over here and talk to the people about how we start building our lineup. How do you feel about that? Well, typically what we do is we pick our favorite stat categories. This year we don't have anything to correlate from in the past because they've never played the golf course before. But if you've listened to the show, you know that strokes gained approach is always at the top of the list. So um, we're going to go over here to Fantasy National Golf Club at FantasyNational.com where you can get all of your great uh, stats. The Pat Mayo and the, and the guys over at Fantasy National do a great job with that. Someday we hope they give us a free membership for all of our listeners uh, being plugged to them every week. So we go over there and we uh, pull up the tournament, shows you all the players in the tournament. And then uh, Adam's going to give me some categories that I'm going to plug into our model builder. So uh, we're going to start with strokes gained approach. What else do we got, buddy? We're going to throw in par five scoring. Okay. Bogey. Bear with me. Bear with me. You got to watch me here because I got to figure out how to 
do all these things. Take your time. Par five. Gotcha. Next. We're going to go bogey avoidance. Getting pretty good at this. Starting to fly, baby. Yeah. We're going to go birdies or better gained. For one last category at you. Mark would appreciate it. You know what it is. Arrgh. Indeed. Mark is a pirate at heart. Uh, no, all right. Now I gotta go back to the strokes gained. <laughs> Drop a little arg. Not sarg. Arg. Boom. Love it. So we have added our favorite categories. Then uh, I go back up here and I click mixed condition model. And now we have to choose how we weight those categories. What are you thinking, buddy? Definitely go heaviest on the stroke scanned approach, around 30. Gotcha. And then what's that leave? Like 15 ish for the last? 17, 17, 17, 17. Yeah. Sure. Just leave it like that. I'm good. I like it. Now we're going to load our model. We're going to see what this is. All right. My rankings uh, Dustin Johnson and Rom and Xander, JT and Tony up front. Uh, really, no surprise there. None. None. Can you put like a hundred dollars on Tony Finau specifically finishing second? <laughs> you can place a top five wager. Uh, <laughs> typically, second would be tough, but once you got three in a row, isn't that like four in a row? I don't know. It feels like ten in a row. It does. That, uh, was, that was all too predictable last week in the playoff. Indeed. And I would like to remind everybody that Daniel Berger has uh, withdrawn. So please don't play Daniel Berger, even though he's perfect for this course. And I wanted to put all the money on him. Play the course bug. Play it. <sighs> we talked about how we're not stepping away from the table on a heater. He's not a heater. Keep playing, dude. Yep. Uh, disregard these, uh, you know, favorite selections. I don't know why it's not showing where I went. Oh, because I switched tabs. <laughs> See, I'm learning. This is a learning experience. Always is. I know. It's because everything on uh, Mooseonomics here um, is a new tab every time you click on something. Mm -hmm. So uh, let me put that back in for people so they actually know what the heck we're talking about. There we go. There's our model. So we've run our model, and that has the uh, spit out categories. This is, uh, this is what our model says to play. So let's go ahead and just uh, kind of... Um, We'll just sort by salary like we do, and we'll just go from here rather than DraftKings because I don't want to switch tabs and lose our spot again. Sounds good. I got draft. that. Do that. All right. You got DraftKings up? I do. All right. Well, the salary's here anyways. All right. At the top of the field here, we have two guys in the 11,000 range. We've got Dustin Johnson. We've got John Rapp. Uh Honestly, DJ last week on uh, the, the final day, I, I don't want to say looked disinterested in being there. He looked like he just didn't have the finishing moves, and he was just kind of topping the ball and taking chunks out of the fairway. I mean, and the funny thing was is he still finished, like, what, like 10th? I mean. <laughs> it was funny. If you were watching the odds, he was at one point the favorite to win by quite a wide margin. I think he got within one during the front nine of Sam Burns. And uh, if you bet on any of those guys that were in contention at that point, you got some great value on Finau on – 
I driver man, he could not drive it in the fairway on Sunday, and he drove it great Friday Saturday. So it was surprising to see. But I don't like him this week. I I think the poor play is going to continue, and I don't think uh, I'm willing to pay that price tag. Yeah, I think that you got to watch guys like the stock market, right? You got to look at the indicators of uh, the ups and downs. And uh, DJ really looked in uh, just uninterested on the back nine. He just didn't look like he was there. Um, didn't look like he had the, the killer stroke. And it's just, uh, could he finish top 25, top 10? Probably, but at 11-6, man, I don't know. I, I think I think he's he's due for a middle of the pack finish here. So I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in John Rahm though, man. I think that uh, his skill yep. is is incredibly lined up for this course. I think this is this is a, a go 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 on Johnny Rahm. I'm actually with you there. This scares me that we're in agreement already. But <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas courses really favor guys that move the ball left to right as Rahm does. Um, he's he just he's kind of been knocking on the door, and I think he's ready to break through and and contend to win this week. So I'm definitely on Rom. He's had a, a few events to get used to those new crappy Callaway clubs. And uh, <laughs> hopefully he can, hopefully he can get it going a little bit. What did Callaway do to you? How did they hurt you? We're talk about that this on this podcast. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we're in agreements at the top, dude. That doesn't happen very often. I think that everybody should fade Rom now. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, drop down to the 10k range right sure. uh well we're going to disagree here man as we did in the green room unless you were just bluffing with me but uh rory mcelroy i i know that he hasn't played great and uh but i think that's gonna keep some ownership off of him if you if you look at our model here uh, he grades out at number 42 which isn't good and uh but even with his kind of crappy form i mean he's still making cuts he's still putting up points this is the, I mean, he plays well on Bermuda. He likes the Florida arm of the tour. I think he's going to go super under-owned of these top guys. Well, you can have him. Um, you and whatever, 8% of the other dummies that play him. Um, I'm going to X below below 11K there. And I, I, I like Xander a lot this week. He pulled it together and played well on Sunday last week. Um, I, think, I think Xander is a great play this week at 10-8. At well, you have to look at the number one reason, and that is he is number one in the field in ARG. Uh, that is definitely part of it. I actually narrowed it down a little bit to the last 24 rounds on strokes gained approach. And, you know, he's just one of those guys that checks all the boxes. He's seventh in strokes gained approach, third in strokes gained putting in his last 24 rounds too, which is not usually his strength. So it's nice to see that trending. Uh, I think this is the week he could put it together. I mean, you know, I'm on X-Men every week, and um, I don't know if you know my scientific uh, way of grading players. Uh, I don't know if you can even see this on your phone, Adam, but uh, I take guys, and as I'm reading through things, I write their names down, and as I see more things I like, I put a little check mark next to them, and then I tally up the ones with the most check marks, and I make my list. Check. Check. Very scientific. Um, and uh, the top getters were uh, Rom with eight check marks. Rory with seven check marks, DJ with seven check marks, and Xander with six check marks. That's a lot of check marks. It's Got a it. lot of check marks. It's a lot of boxes being checked. This, I tell you, I generally have about 10 boxes. And if you can check six or seven of those, you're doing well. If you can check eight of those, whew, lock it in. 100% ownership. 
hundred percent. Well, so nobody's hit eight yet. So one day. Yeah. So we're in agreement there. Um, Justin Thomas probably definitely going to bounce back from his awful week um, last week, but I'm not going to test the waters this week with him. I'm going to let him show me a top ten, top fifteen before I pay up for him again. Agree, but I'm in the same boat with Rory. He just hasn't looked like himself, and last week was just abysmal. He and JT both, so I'm fading those two guys until they show us a little something. What do you think the odds were of betting a parlay of Rory, JT missing the cut last week? How about Rory, JT, Bryson? None of them even sniffed it. <laughs> I don't know. You would have gotten some decent odds. I couldn't parlay those missed cuts and made cuts, though, on, on DraftKings, unfortunately. Nah, you got to get over on uh, uh, MGM. They let you do all those. Yeah. Uh, Patrick can't lay at an even 10. He ranks number six in our little model, uh, number five in body avoidance, number three in ARG. Uh, all around great player. Uh, another guy who just seems to hang around that top 10 but never quite catches the cup. What do you think about him this week? I mean, Cantley's won a couple times in the last in the last year, but uh, I'm off him this week, though. Even though that price is kind of enticing. Um, I don't know. He just looked sloppy over the weekend last week, and just betting on him to to not find his form. I like some guys right there in the 9K range a lot, though. All right. Well, I'm not a big Bryson fan. You probably aren't either. Um, what are your feelings on Tony? I mean, he's on fire, right? I mean, top 10 in like his last 10 tournaments in a row, uh, three straight second place finishes. For me, man, I know you love him and you ride the hot hand, right? Uh, if this was a cut event, I'd put money on him missing the cut. He's just due for a giant blow up, but it's not going to be this week. Maybe next week. No, I think the course just works way too much in his favor. None of the guys know the greens, and he's actually been putting quite a bit better. Um, he's, he's like just better the middle of the pack, last 24 rounds in this field. But he's going to break through, and it's just one of those guys I'm going to ride the form until he gives me a strong reason not to. It's like the opposite of why I'm not playing McElroy and Thomas. His form is too damn good just to fade him. Um, so I'm going to try and – figure out where ownership's going to be and probably double it. Yeah, I'm not going to fade him, but I am going to bet him to miss the cut on the next tournament. Good luck to you. Next tournament. Next tournament. Uh, Ty Hatton been spending a lot of time in the Euro um, playing outside of the U.S., but playing very well. I, uh, I, I, got, I got a lot of love for Ty this week. I wish I could play like six guys in the 9K range. Uh, the math doesn't allow that, but... I'm with you on Ty. I think he's a, a phenomenal play. He does uh, make a home in Florida. So now that he's back stateside, he's he's probably had a few nights to sleep in his bed a little bit. I think he um, had last week off. So I love Ty Hatton. He's been he's been playing great golf, and he's shown that when he gets in contention, he can be a closer. Dig it. All right, got a couple of people here. Uh, Justin Lewis can't wait to come down and get some lessons. Ah, uh, there we go. Let's get it going. Let's get Johnny Danger's game straightened out. <laughs> I like it. Justin, when this uh, when this uh, quarantine is up and I can uh, leave my house freely, you and me, we're going to go down there. We're going to drink some beers. We're going to swing some clubs. We're going to do this show live together on a Tuesday night. We'll hit some clubs. We'll, uh, we'll get drunk. Uh, we'll, we'll do the show first. Then we'll hit some clubs when your simulator group is done. Sounds good. I think they're mid, mid to late March with the season. So April sometime. I like that. All right, my good friend Jonathan Mason. Uh, Mathis, excellent name, Jonathan. Might I just say that? Excellent name. Excellent name. I like that. Um, yeah, I appreciate you too, man. Uh, I believe I ran across Mr. Mathis um, as the fantasy judge. He would uh, pimp out his services 
for people in uh, fantasy football leagues that were having trade disputes, and you take it to him, and uh, he's the third-party uh, end-all, be-all opinion, and you abide by his ruling. Dude abides. I like that a lot. He's out in L.A. doing some awesome sports writing. Find him on Facebook. Listen to his uh, articles he posts. A um, lot of fun. Much love, Mr. Jonathan Mathis. One guy I'm going to be very curious to see on ownership is uh, is Brooksy. Uh, why don't you pull it up? I guess I, I, I guess I can pull it up. We can see your screen. That sounds like more fun. All right. Yeah, but I'm going to have to, like, click here. I'm going to have to click here. Uh, I don't know how I switch. How do I switch it? I don't, I don't remember how to switch it. Stop screen, share, share screen, share application window. Oh, that's how you do that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. Hey, I'm learning things every day, man. Look at us. Look at us learn. All right, now I'm gonna go back over here. Over here. Over here. Now you can see it. Looky there. Look at it. All right, calculated ownership. So this is a neat tool. So a couple of things I like here at Fantasy National, and I don't really want to give all this out. I don't want to just keep this up on the screen. This is some proprietary stuff, right? So we're not going to try to, to keep on this too long. Uh, but calculated ownership, this is their experts thinking where ownership is going to go for DraftKings. And then actual Fantasy National Golf Club lineup generator percentage. This is always fun to look at because this is what people running the lineup generator is actually spitting out, which is kind of neat. So I like to look for discrepancies. I like to look at uh, guys that calculated ownership is super high, like, uh, um, like say, a John Rahm and see him at 18, but see his lineup generator only spitting him out at 13. So that's a little leverage, right? And then you look down here and look at Lanto Griffin, one of my favorite value plays of the week, but I'm not alone on that apparently at 15.2 projected ownership and 21% popping out the lineup generator. Wow. That's a huge number. Love for Lanto. My goodness. Huge number. I don't know if I can touch 21% coming out of the lineup generator. No, no. I mean, he's a value guy, and I do like him this week. But... I do, too, until I just saw that. I mean, you want your value guys to be kind of off the beaten path, so if they go off, you're the one that's got them. Yeah. I got a couple other guys, some Euro Tour guys I think we can gain some leverage with. Yeah, so we'll get to that. So I was wrong about Ty Hatton, man. Um, I thought he'd be a little under-owned because he hasn't been playing the PGA, but look at that, 18.4. People see he's been in great form. It's it's hard to keep those secrets from people anymore. There's so much information out there. And look at this, friend of the show, Ryan Palmer, 18.7. Ah, uh, Ryan Palmer. Criminally underpriced this week, though, right? He is. He really is. And he, he tends to play well relative to the field in tougher events, so... I dig them. For sure. All right. Well, this is the ownership. We can refer back to that at some point. Um, so let's go back and, and just keep looking through DraftKings here. How about how about that? I, I just I really don't want to just keep Fantasy National up there. I know people pay for that. I'm not trying to give away their secrets. So you can look at my whole $10 balance here in uh, DraftKings instead. Dang. Baller. Balling. All right. Where do we leave off? We were at the top of the field. We were at the 10Ks. We're dropping down to the 9Ks. We like Finau. We like Hatton. Uh, Brooks, uh, we, we bet on Brooks to miss the cut and man, were we wrong he, last week? Yeah. He played all right. Yeah. He made the cut with ease and then kind of struggled on the weekend. But, um, I like young Hove Victor at 9.4 is a guy that I'm 
really zeroing in on this week. Um, he played great last weekend, especially on Sunday. And Young Hove. <laughs> Young Hove. Got to love it. Danny Berg, 93. So I'm imagining a lot of owners going to be right on Hove. Man, I, that really sucks, too, because Berger, man, he was my guy. I was reading all day today, and I'm like, yeah, Berger, Berger, Berger. And then the last article I read at the bottom, it says, notable people withdrawn. Daniel Berger. I'm like, crap. <laughs> Growing up cheeseburgers, lathering up in the butter, and then you see that news. It's just yeah. Sucks. How about Pat Reed? How about th this guy? Every time we don't talk about him, he freaking top threes. So we're going to talk about him just to keep him from going to top three. Yeah, we just talked about him. I'm not playing him, so that's all. We We're good. Moving on. You love nine oh, K. Murakawa, yeah, man. Uh, he's got everything except the putter. And you always say you love taking a shot on people who have lined it all up and just have a good week with the putter. You you t you say that a lot. His putter was so bad last week that he was like worse in the field. Dude, seven strokes lost to the putter. I do say that a lot, and nine Ks. Kind of a good price for him. But, but think about this. He lost 7.3 strokes to the putter last week, okay? Let's say he loses three strokes, which is, like, kind of, you know, not great, but decent. He gets four strokes back. He yeah. lines up, dude. He lines up. I saw him I saw him hit a few putts last week, and he just did not look confident whatsoever. Watch, I... Watch ready? 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 You're going to do it. Good luck. I just can't. That's my boy. Okay, I'm completely off Max Homa. That dude partied it up this week. Oh, for sure. He drank a thousand Bud Lights in the last couple days. Yeah, off. Off of Max Homa. Let him take a week or two. Uh, Maddie Fitz popped back up for me. Um, ugh, I hate it. He burned us so many times at the end of the season last year. He did. And probably going to burn us again, but I like him. Whatever. Let's just roll with it. I like Cam Smith, too. 8,700. He played great last Sunday. Uh, kind of made a little charge there. He's a dog, man. He he's in the His mustache game is on point. Oh, he, he looks like a mangy-ass dog off the streets. Like, he's just... He's in. He doesn't look like he belongs contending for a PJ Tour event, but he does no, it. He's taken over the, uh, the glorious uh, main mantle from uh, Charlie Hoffman. He has, and you know what? It's about time. There needs to be a good main flowing on the PGA Tour, and he's he's taking the mantle. Some of these Euros, though, you got some guys like Fleetwood and uh, a couple other guys have some nice mains that'll be coming over. Stays if Smith would just get on board with taking the hat off and doing the top knot, 100% ownership every week. You should pitch that to him. Just saying. Get in touch with his people. See what this. Think about a top a top knot on the PGA Tour. We breezed right past Sung JM. We breezed right past him. He's got he got his only PGA Tour win in Florida. He's uh he actually took last week off, which was surprising, or no, maybe he played last week. I don't know, but he's uh he's a guy I'm actually intrigued by this week. He checks only one of my checks for me, sir. Checks only one of your checks. Only one. He's out. Box is only one of your checks. He's out. You got a box at least five. He's had a couple weeks off, actually. He doesn't take many. He's refreshed. He's recharged. He's ready to go. All on Sungjae at 8,800. To be fair, Smith only checked two, but his hair and his mustache get him three more. To be fair. To be fair. 
How about Hideki, man? A perennial, like, top 10 talent, and he's down here at 84. It seems like a good value, especially for a ball striker of his caliber. I'm probably going to talk myself into him by by, by Thursday morning. Clicko. He's just such a bad putter. I know. I'm going with the all-bad putter gang and hoping they all get hot. Well, unlikely to. He's 57th in this field out of, what, 70? Morikawa, the last 24 rounds. Yeah, well, you're starting with the right two if you want to go with the bad putter gang. My goodness. Yeah, I got this. I got Good it. luck. Maybe everyone will just putt like crap, and it's just going to be all breakers. Who knows? So Willie Z uh, finally missed a cut, huh? Will Z? I don't know when, but I swear that that has always been like 100%. But um, I Neiman knocks a bunch of marks for me this week. I just don't feel like my gut doesn't sit right with it. Even though he's at six of my check marks, it doesn't sit right with my gut. Why? Um, probably because he had a terrible weekend last week. Neiman played brutal on Saturday and Sunday last week after being in contention. Well, being up near the top of the leaderboard through two rounds. So I'm with you. I kind of feel like that uh, negative momentum to be working against got 78 on saturday and then one over 72 on sunday um yeah i'm not i'm not with it either endorse your fade mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think we're going to contend willie z i think this is the week everyone finally learns his damn name because people still don't know who he is or that he's a world-class golfer, but just from what I know about the course and his game, this, this sets up perfectly for him. I'm all on Will Z. Willie Z down here at like, uh, I don't know, 20th in ownership, but getting spit out right near the top at 18. Yeah, get him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm not worried about ownership on him. He's cheap enough that doesn't concern me. Interesting. How's he doing our model? Yeah, there he is. 16. 16. His ARG is terrible, though. 54 in ARG. He's going to hit every green. It doesn't matter. Mm, okay. All right. I'll wait get there. All right. Let's keep going, shall we? Um, yeah, man. Uh, Jason Day, for some reason, just as a guy I think is not going to win, but hang around that like uh, top 20. I kind of like him. You're shaking your head no. I am. No. No. That's okay. We can disagree. Um, I don't know who this McIntyre person is, but he came up on two of my checks. Bobby Mack, he's a big lefty from over in, I don't know, somewhere in Europe. Uh, he's a lefty. That's why I don't like him. I think he's a Scotsman. I should have known that. Yeah, Bobby Mack's actually pretty damn good. He's been playing some decent golf, too, over in Europe. So right here at uh, 75, Harris English was another one that struck me as a little underpriced. Yeah, I actually saw Harris, too, and... Um, he's had a little bit of a, a layoff and not some, not great play. A couple cuts missed in a row since, um, since winning the tournament of champions and then, and then playing all right at the Sony. But I think this is the type of course he's always been that guy that plays better on these venues, which I believe this is going to be. Um, yeah, I'm on Harris as well at 75. I think his price has dropped enough and people just kind of forgot about him. What's his ownership looking like? Let's take a peek. Let's have a look, shall we? Mr. English, way down here, about uh, 25th highest owned. 
I'll take it. What about Jay Rosie? Kind of liking Jay Rosie this week. Rose a couple further below that. Flashing some form. He's trending. 57th, 35th, and uh -huh. his last three events. Heading the right direction. Just kind of flipping down here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Look at Hideki down here at 5.8. Ooh. I might have to play some big tourneys and play some Hideki. Mm -hmm. He play, plays WGCs well, too, historically. Yeah. All right. Back to where we were going. All right. Let's keep floating down here. Uh, Wolf. I mean, you could play an all young guns lineup. You could play Wolf and Zalatoris and Hovland and Murakawa. You could just, you know, load them all up. Good. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Kevin Garnett, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get right down here, man. Uh, Ryan Palmer. He's probably going to be the heaviest owned guy in the uh, in the in the tournament. But how can you turn down how well he's been playing for 7,200? I don't think you can. I think I got to slap him right in there. Yeah, and he's had some top 10s too. It's not like he's just been lurking around the cut line and, and squeaking through. I mean, he's – I told you a few weeks ago I, at uh, Phoenix, I think he's he's uh, determined to make that Ryder Cup team. And this is a great time in this field to get some get some big points. So I love him. Even at that at that ownership, I can't fade the guy. There's just no way. Yep, yep, yep. Carlos, Bubba. We talked about Bobby Mack. He got leash right there. I'm kind of digging leash out of those guys. Sure, sure. All right. He got he's got four of my check marks. That's no slouch. Ooh, strokes gain approach has been really good. I'm on the leash out of those guys in that bottom half of the sub. Yeah, I like that. Uh Billy Ho pops in my model a little bit. Yeah, you should tweak your model. <laughs> you know, we you're the one that did it. I know. No, not on Billy Ho. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe I was making that up. I am making that up. Yeah, he stinks. Yeah, no, that's no good. That I made that up. I don't know where I saw that. I think I saw. I think I read that in the long shots report. We ready for sub seven? <clears throat> yeah, that's new, man. Um, see, no, well, not quite yet, man. I mean, Kokrak, man, huge hitter, huge hitter, Kokrak. He's been hanging around. Uh, he's been top 25 in, um, just kind of like chilling, uh, not winning tournaments, but scoring points. 7,100, man. Uh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to pivot from Palmer, I think a, a guy like Kokrak, almost as hot, has been hanging around. Nobody talks about him. 7,100. I'm not overly excited about it. He faded big time on the weekend last week. We did talk him up though. We did, and it looked really good for a hot minute. I know. I was loving it, and he disappointed me. So I'm I'm staying salty. We're gonna fade him this week. Look at this, man. They're just they're just daring us. They're just daring us with Gary Woodland, dude. They're just dare they're daring us to play him. He's at sixty eight hundred. Dude, right now. It's crazy to see him fall that far, but with good reason. But look at his fantasy points per game, thirty nine point five. Yeah, he's made three of the last nine cuts. Oof. But he's going to put it back together, right? I mean, he was a top 20 world golfer for a, a stretch. He's going to put it back together. He will at some point, yeah. Not this week, though. Kevin, nah. No, nah. Nah. I actually like Victor Perez at 6,900. He's, <laughs> he's a big, lanky fella, similar to like a Thomas Peters type. Mm -hmm. big, big Frenchman. Um, he, can, he can surprise some people this week. I could see Victor Perez... Playing very well. He uh, 
I think he got to win another Euro Tour here pretty recently. But just finished T4 over in Saudi, so he's been playing some good golf. The guy that I like probably at low ownership. Abe Answer at 6,800 is really enticing to me, though. But not Super. Yep, I like Abe Answer a lot. Uh, he was so good after the COVID restart. Yeah, he came out firing. I mean, he, he didn't play very well last week, but that, despite the fact that I kind of touted him, just wasn't a wasn't a great course setup for him. But you know what we're famous for is flop lag, right? Touting the guy, and then the next week he takes off. True. So we got to start realizing this and taking advantage. So it's Abe Answer week, man. Speaking of speaking of flop lag, you know how I was on Matt Jones for when he came out and contended last week. That was fun. Flap leg. All right, I'm going to put answer in here and take Palmer out. That's going to be my my pivot. I'm going to go to answer off of Palmer, fade the ownership. I like that. I like that. All right, let's keep talking down here. Um, I was reading a uh, long shot better who is doing very well on the year, and he was touting Mr. Weisberger. Bernd Weisberger? Mm -hmm. Bernd is, uh, is one of those guys that plays better on tougher golf courses. Has had some decent form a few weeks ago. Finished sixth in Dubai. Fourth last November. Yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna bet burned, but DFS light up sixty seven hundred. Don't hate it. Nice little pivot off of Lanto. Yeah, yeah. I could. I could be about that. Yeah, big fan of Lanto this week, but he's gonna be very high owned. I think he was number one on here, wasn't he? I think you're right. It was like him and Palmer up top. Yeah, I mean, for, uh, yeah, no, actually, it wasn't that bad. Oh, no, he was number one in the lineup generator. Yeah, that's why I was fading him. I remember. Yep. Number one player being spit out in the lineup generator. That's never the greatest feeling. So, yeah, I think you got to fade him. I think you could go up to Weisberger. Um, what about Mr. Munoz um, after disappointing last week? Jump back on. Sebastian. Sebastian. I just don't like the way his game is trending right now. I've actually got him in a season long. I'm thinking about dropping him. Um, a stroke can approach has been okay. He's shown the pedigree in the past, but I can't quite jump on it even at that price. What about your boy Brendan Todd there at 64? Uh, I'm sorry. Um not Todd, man. You're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked about, about what I'm about to say. Do you know where I'm at? Cooch? Nope. Yeah. He's dead to me. EVR? EVR, man. My guy. 6,200. The beard, the, the, the joggers. 6,200. I can't do it, but I do like Aaron Ray. Rye. Rye Roads. I like Aaron Ray a lot. Nah, man. I uh, I'm on EVR this week. I am. I don't need him in this particular lineup I built because I didn't play any of the top end guys on this lineup. Um, but if I'm trying to squeeze in, you know, one of those 1100 guys and one of those uh, low 9000 guys, a guy like EVR is going to find that lineup for me. I can't. I mean, you know, I love EVR. It's just. I can't jump on him with you because we know he's going to, we always going to flop if that happens. So no spank you. Um, yeah, I mean, you got a guy like Wade Ormsby down here at 6K, stone minimum. He's made a few cuts over in Europe. Uh, you get four rounds out of any of these guys. 
So you just want guys who, even if they suck, make a lot of birdies. That's kind of what we're going for. Right. Yeah, I think that pretty much rounds it out, man. Yeah, um, I don't got anything else down here. I'm trying to like look through my notes here. I don't see anything. We we thought we were going to get this done in like 25 minutes tonight because it's such a short field and we were going to skip right through. Yeah. But um, it's such a star-studded field, it's hard not to um, just pick a few. So uh, let's play our game, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. The only thing I'm going to say is I see a name I don't recognize in a WGC event, and I'm very ashamed of myself. This What's is that? Balamaki guy? Who is S. Valamai? Sammy Valamai? I mean, you are asking the wrong dude. <laughs> what? This is more rhetorical, but what? All right. You're going to have to look him up. All right. Break him down. Look it up. All right, guys. We're going to play a game that we like to play, and it's called Pick One. Adam, pick one. Wow. Let me zoom in here. Uh, sorry for the nostril hairs. I know. You're on your phone because you're a terrible human. I am an awful human. Uh, let's move over to this. This will be a lot easier. Uh, all right. We're going to move over to this. You can see this a lot better, right? Not really. Um, I'll go Tony up top, though. All right. Now, we'll go back to here, then. All right. So, uh, you're going to go Tony. Just tell me who the top guy is on the page, and I can scroll. All right. Uh, Dust Dustin DeHovlin. Mm-hmm. Tony. Tony for you. And I'm going to go John Rob, man. I'm just going to go right to the top. All right, I'm going to go below. We're going to talk uh, read to Louie, and I am going to shock you. Shock you. Mm -hmm. Tommy Fleetwood. That does shock me a little bit, to be honest. Tommy Fleetwood. I've been, look, sometimes when I make my list, right, and I go through my check marks, Sometimes I like to take a guy who didn't even make the list because that means the ownership is going to be nothing. And if he hits it, I got it, baby. And it's Tommy Fleetwood this week. You were all over Morikawa. Then you just went away from it. I know. I told you. Shocking. I'm going to go with the guy who I think will be lower on. Let's go Sungjae. 8,800. All right. All right. So we're going to go uh, Jason Day to Bezahunda Tuta Christian Bezidenut? <laughs> I said it right. Dead on. Dead on. Um, I'm actually going to go with Justin Rose at 7,700. Rose, Rose, Rose. Uh, Leishman, man. I'm with you on Leash. I like him. I like Leash. All right. Let's scroll, scroll, scroll. We got Coke Crack to Detry. Don't even know who Detry is. Um so uh, I uh, I'm gonna go. I, I feel like like Fleetwood and Woodland are like in the same boat right now with uh, where they should be and how they've been playing. Um, so I can't take both of them. So I think I'm gonna go right to the top of this range. I'm gonna take my boy Kokrak. Gary Tom Fleet Woodland, you can do it. All right. Um, good luck with that. I'm gonna go with the sneaky guy and go with Victor Perez, the French. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. All right, we're getting super cheap. We're getting we're getting real cheap. Uh, canter to uh, stone. Canter to stone, and uh, you're up. Brandon Stone is from Europe. Yes, he is. I don't like really many of these guys. Um, we'll go Sebastian just because he's the best name down here on Saturday. 
I like it too, man. He really disappointed last week. I was high on him last week. Played him, missed the cut. Um, I'm going to go right back at him. Sebastian Munoz. Uh, and uh, the last page here, I already said this. Uh, you don't really like anybody here, but I think if you are trying to stars and scrubs, you can do a lot worse than EVR at 62. Agreed. Um, I'll go Lucas Herbert, 62. Herbert or Hair Bear? Hair Bear. I'm going to call him Hair Bear from now on. Oh, look at his drafting hook. Here's a weird, like, floppy left ear or something. Looks like. Uh, I can't do that. Dumbo on one side and the other one's flat normal. <laughs> I love it. I mean, there's no reason to really pick a tipsy pick in a field of 70. We kind of did it by saying hair bear and uh, EVR. So I think we'll just leave it at that, my friend. Um, we will put out our uh, condensed favorite picks uh, probably tomorrow at some point. I'll try not to put Siwoo Kim on it this week. Yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> Especially as he's not playing. <laughs> But it's okay. I put Siwoo Kim in there. You put Justin Thomas in there. Sometimes we make mistakes. We do. But hey, we make up for him. We had Max Homa last week. Hey, we have been a positive ROI for the last four weeks in a row. Big time. I told you, man, we were just trying to stay positive. We're a forward-thinking show. The heater's coming. It's here. It's here right now. You're hitting a double. Right now. I'm going to try to hit that double again, man. Uh, of course, I bet that on, like, Saturday afternoon so I see who's playing well. Oh, well, that's smart. Yeah, I don't do that. And I'll put like a buck on something crazy tomorrow. But like, yeah. If you're trying to pick the winner of both Puerto Rico and um, uh, Florida here, I think you wait until like Saturday, halfway through the first round and or first, uh, you know, nine holes and just kind of see where everybody's at. Not as fun. The odds aren't as good. Yeah, they're still pretty good, bro. They're still pretty good. I, I had a $10 bet and won 327. So it was, it was fine. So it was all good. So anyways, uh, I am Johnny Danger. With me, of course, is uh, Adam White. God, I love hanging out with you, man. I, I wish we could just do it in person. I love it. We are in the cup with Draft for Upside. Please, please, my friends, tomorrow, Wednesday, 3 p.m. in the afternoon, if you're bored and you want to watch a cooking show, check out the Grumpy Bunny. I'll be behind the camera producing for my buddy Derek. He'll be doing uh, quick pickled vegetables and uh, dog treats. Tomorrow is the show. It's only about 20 minutes long at 3 o'clock. You can catch it live right here on iLogicMedia.com, uh, or you can watch it at any of our uh, social media places afterwards. Then Thursday, we've got Chaps Fantasy Chat at 8 p.m. Eastern. We've got The Other Angle with uh, Chappie and RC at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and that rounds up the week. Um, let's see. Uh, I feel like we have something on Saturday. Why do I feel like we have something on Saturday? I'm forgetting. Maybe not right now. Uh, Sunday, we're going to have, hopefully, my boy Pete uh, at, at uh, Pete's Pajamas uh, Party at 11 a.m. Catch some live music right here on iLogic. I'll be helping him out with that as well. And then uh, Lou Landers is going to start up the baseball shows here real soon, like four days a week. What do you think about that? Baseball season's coming. we got a couple more months. I think uh, players will be reporting to spring training here in the next couple of weeks, right? I like it, man. It's all coming ahead. It's coming ahead, and I dig it. I think we're going to have the universal DH for another year. I like that, too. We just have a quick moment of silence for our Lord, Mr. Tiger Woods. Oh. Whew. He's going to be all right, though. He is, but his golf game's not. No, man. Uh, a couple of uh, – at least one broken leg, maybe two. 
Yeah, sad, shocking. I don't know right. what he's up at this point. Not that he's like old and senile, but you got more money than God. Come on, just. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. They they said that the early reports were um, no intoxication expected. Um, who knows though, right? But um, uh, yeah, man, that's sad news. Shocking to wake up to this morning. But um, maybe uh, maybe we'll have some better news, and he'll be all right. Ugh, it's tough. He's just recovering from back surgery. That's really what I'm more worried about. He literally had back surgery, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, it's just been in the last month. Yeah. So hopefully he's all good there. But anyways, if you missed us, guys, um, you can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on uh, Facebook at iLogic. You can check out me, Jonathan Danger Cole. It's all there. Um, draft for Upside. Please check us out at iLogicMedia.com. We've got all kinds of great shows going on there. If you're interested in starting one of these streaming podcasts yourself, reach out. We are happy to help get you started. We've got everything you need um, to help you out on your journey to become a podcaster. We would love to help you. Like I said, I am Johnny Danger. With me is uh, Adam White, and we will catch you next Tuesday night for In the Cup with Giraffe for Upside. You guys have a good night.